At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at VSIN Primetime. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here's Tim Murray and Jonathan Von Tobel. It is VEASAN Primetime presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave Ross and Holden Kushner in today in Colorado and Las Vegas, respectively. And Holden, we got some games getting ready to tip mm-hmm. here at the top of the hour. Uh, one of those would be the Mavs against the Cavaliers in the great city of Cleveland. Just don't say that to Joakim Noah. Mavs are getting four and a half on the road in the land. I feel like out of the teams in the East that maybe, and it's down to four, by the way, that we overlook to say, take seriously in the second season is Cleveland. Do you take them seriously? Because right now they can be primed to get that number two seed in the East. Yeah. I mean, Allen, Mobley, uh, they've just got so many. Diet Mitchell, up and down. This is a terrific basketball team. We saw we saw bits and pieces of this for last year. Now they've come in this year. This is a team that I actually enjoy watching, uh, but – I must bring this up to you, Dave Ross, when mm. you're capping this game. Luka Doncic is in town, and it is Slovenian Heritage Night. Oh, whoa. So I don't know if you want to move the line for that, but beware. Slovenian Heritage Night. Don't forget, the Joker, Jokic, got tossed earlier this year on Serbian Heritage Night. So there's a lot swirling around uh, with this nationality. But I, I do like uh, Cleveland. I do how lean do you, Cleveland with the four and a half. How do you kick Jokic out? Uh, I mean, how do you do that on Ever. that day? How, how do you do Ever. that? Should have carte yeah. blanche, do whatever you want. It's our day. Yeah. Right. But they're not. They did it. They did it. They're not kicking Luke out tonight. But to answer your previous question, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Cleveland guy. I enjoy watching them play. And, you know, they've just got a lot of talent. And yeah. in the East, there's the Celtics and there's that group of other teams that are kind of right up there with Cleveland, the Bucks, the Knicks, and a couple others. Uh, this is a good team. Uh, we mentioned a little bit because I know you like Lonnie Walker tonight to go over 12 and a half points yeah. and rebounds in this one between the Nets and the Magic. Nets getting eight and a half on the road here in the Magic Kingdom. Again, the Magic are kind of that they're they're going to be a playoff team in the East, which will be odd. 
uh, Shaquille O'Neal's not walking through that door or Penny Hardaway. But yet, this new look Magic team got a little bit of spunk to them. What do you make of them? Like, again, kind of sleepy in the East that nobody really talks about. Yeah, tonight's a little different story, though. Paolo Boncaro is going to miss this game. And down to six and uh, a half, right? Yeah, because it was at nine, and, and that that's what moved it. That moved it two and a half points, down to six and a half. So nine to six and a half because Paolo's out. I already talked to you about the Nets, the, the, the injuries here, Cam Thomas, Ben Simmons. So uh, I like the Lonnie Walker play. I, I even like the, um, the the cam play, too. But I'm looking at the Nets, even without Boncaro, the Magic, defensively. I don't know if the Nets score 100 tonight. Mm. This is a really bad basketball team. So on one hand, I do like individual player, but points and rebounds of Walker. On the other side of things, though, the Nets offense is a complete mess. And I was planning on betting this thing. It's down to six and a half. If I can get this at a two and a half, three, two and a half, three. And this is just numbers. I'm not even going to watch the game. Um, it, you got to check the news, see if there's an injury or not. But if the Nets can come out strong here, I'm going to be back in the Magic at two and a half, three. Uh, again, our old stomping grounds in D.C. would go to the phone mm-hmm. booth when it was uh, the MCI Center way back in the day, and then Verizon, Ooh. all kinds of iterations there in D.C. now. Uh, but the team has really not gotten better since we left. The Warriors are coming in town here, getting uh, laying ten and a half on the road against the Wiz Kids here. Can you make a case for D.C. tonight, and what would that case possibly be? Uh, maybe to cover the 10.5, but my favorite bet from this one, and I can't believe I'm making it because I cannot stand watching Jordan Poole play basketball. <laughs> it's I, I don't know if you feel the same way. It's just it's brutal. It's a dude that's going to chuck it 50 times. He's going to hit about 10 of them. <laughs> With that being said, and the revenge narrative is is something else, but Avija's out tonight. Um, I is Kispert out or not? I'm not sure, but I actually did make a bet here with Jordan Poole over 17 and a half points. I saw it at 18 and a half, a couple shops or a couple shops at 17 and a half that were pretty close to even money too, Dave. So, you know, can I see the Wizards at home? You're giving me 10 and a half points. Absolutely. I could see it happening. Warriors are really playing much better. That loss to the Nuggets the other night was just because the Nuggets are a better basketball team. But the angle I'm playing here, Dave, is Jordan Poole over 17 and a half points. I think he chucks it. I think he's getting more opportunities with Avija out and somebody's going to have to score for the Wizards tonight. It's it's so bizarre since Draymond knocked him out way back when at Golden State. The perception of Jordan Poole, like I, there was never a guy I wanted to root for more after that. And I thought, like, this, this is awful. Yeah. And yet something weird has transpired since his departure from Golden State. And somehow, you're right, it's just it's not translating to whatever the Jordan Poole experience is supposed to be. Uh, but you're going to ride with Jordan Poole tonight. And let's see if that turns out to be profitable. Uh, later on this hour, the Pellies, this number is on the move, been on the move. It's up to six and a half now against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. And kind of joked about it a little bit in, in hour number one, but the Pellies got something running with Stephen A. Smith. And Stephen A. basically called Zion fat and whether or not he's going to be out of shape and all the fast food he eats and all this stuff. And then this became this beef between a guy that everybody knows in, in our space and certainly in, in sports media, the landscape, and a, a basketball team. What do you make of that whole thing? And it was, should one party disengage, or do you think this is okay to have this kind of banner back and forth? Stephen A. was mean to me like 10 years ago, so I have a problem with Stephen A., but he's also right because Zion is fat. So, you know, even his former girlfriend Mariah was saying, put the treadmill on t- uh, up to 12. Wow. Put it at three and a half. 
and walk for a couple hours. I mean, let's face it. This guy, it, it really frustrates me watching Zion, too. One of the great prospects in the game. And it just, to me, if you really cared about basketball, you would keep your number one asset top shape. And he just doesn't seem to care. He's, he, he, I'm sorry, but for an NBA player, he's fat. <laughs> Jokic used to be fat. Yes. He lost all the weight. He turned into an MVP candidate. I really think that would happen if Zion took the game a little bit more seriously. I don't blame Stephen Ace for saying it, though. He's just telling the truth. So, you know, he said his thing. The Pelican social media team uh, is spectacular. It's awesome. Oh, they've crushed him twice. Um, <laughs> I am not going to watch a 10-minute clip of somebody rah, rah, yelling at the screen, but you know, I'm, I'm sure he just crushed the Pelicans again. And then the Pelicans team came out, their social media team came out, and they swapped, they slapped them down. So this is the best thing that's ever happened for the Pelicans. Who cares about the Pelicans? It's amazing. Now they do because Stephen A. Smith. It is amazing that all of a sudden, kind of like we're talking about the Pelicans a little bit because yeah. of this back and forth. Uh, six and a half point favorites tonight. Obviously, look at the lineup for the Knicks. It's not your normal cup of tea uh, for the New Yorkers, hence the line move there. College basketball, some games tipping off. Let's uh, stay in the great in great state of New York, and I used to live in Syracuse, you think you get snow there in Colorado. My goodness. Yeah. Hokies are coming in. Get that Hokie high. Hey! Getting a point and a half against the boys in orange. I saw somebody uh, X out today or tweet out today. Syracuse, by the numbers, might be one of the luckiest teams in college basketball. I didn't like hearing that as, as somebody who loves the, the orange. What do you make of Syracuse here? Because uh, at home, kind of feel like Virginia Tech, that great win last week against UVA at home, do you buy the orange at home laying the, just a point and a half? First of all, what are you? You, you like VCU? You like Syracuse? Well, I went like to VCU. Team, you like that time? My, how do you like Syracuse? My, my money went to VCU in Richmond. My uh-huh. heart stayed in Syracuse where I was when I lived there when we okay. were when I was seven years old. And my parents would take me to Manly Fieldhouse, Manly yeah. Fieldhouse, pre-Carrier Dome, to watch Syracuse basketball. Holden, there is nothing going on in the great city of Syracuse except chicken wings and Syracuse basketball. Used to be football. And and that's it. That's all we got. Like, you went to Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I'm sure you rooted for another school before you went to Kansas, right? St. John's. There you go. But I don't root for them anymore. You don't have – there's no love anymore for the Johnnies. Sunski. No more Louis Carnesecca. No more Uh Holden Kushner. But in this one (laughs) – Fair enough. (laughs) Hey, the Hokies have been stinking up the joint. Uh, They've lost five of seven. They can't win on the road. They've lost eight and nine on the road. I'm not a huge Syracuse fan um, about this team this year. I'm with you. I think they've gotten lucky. But there is one college basketball bet that I made tonight. Ooh. And I didn't give it to you because I didn't want to, you know, it's it's probably one of my least confident bets of the night. But I still like it. I bounce it off some guys at my shop. And it's going to be Syracuse minus one. Ooh. I wouldn't bet the hook. I wouldn't bet the hook. And they're up 8-4 in the early going. Uh, by oh, the way. that one's done. Well, I, you know, we're up four points with. You know, 39 minutes to go. Boy, what, could, what could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? By the way, and, and again, old me, like, this This should show you the age. Like, when I was there, the the head coach, and this is in the 70s, was a guy named Jim Beheim. This is the mm-hmm. first year without Jim Beheim. Adrian Autry is the new head coach there. I mean, think about how many – the dude was there for five decades? Mm, yeah. It's insane to think about how long Jim Beheim was – Syracuse basketball, but at least his disciple, Adrian Autry, Red Autry, for those of us who remember when he played point guard for Jimmy B back in the day, taking over 8-4 Qs early. Uh, by the way, just going to a first time out, uh, Mississippi State all over Kentucky here in a game that just tipped. We'll get some live numbers there. It was a 12-3 early 
What do you make of Kentucky? Like, like they, they look like they the great blowout win over the weekend against Tennessee, and then they just don't look like they defend, and that's weird for a John Calipari coach team. No, then, then you and I, I think we had a Kentucky game. You and I did like a Saturday night a couple yep. of weeks ago. Uh, it's a 19-18, and 9-5 in the SEC. They just got no synergy. Uh, like the, usually you want the sum to be greater than the whole of the parts with them. It's just a bunch of parts <laughs> and they're not put together properly. This is, you know, and, and they're, they're calling for his head the last couple that, of years. That's you know, insane. Kyle, I mean, he's a great coach, but I must say this. Sometimes it's just better for a change of scenery for both sides. And that is such an attractive program. They're going to get another great coach if they do that. If I'm Jad Calipari, I'm, I'm hanging on to that job for dear life. Uh, but uh, depending on how this goes, I don't really know if he should be there that much longer. This team has to make a run in the tournament. It's Kentucky. This is not this is not Syracuse 2024 anymore. This is this is like a legit program that needs to make runs in the tournament and they just haven't been doing it. Felt like there was an insult to Syracuse in there, there somewhere. Was. There, it there was. felt like it was in there. Uh, by the way, live number right now in the first TV timeout if you've got time. Plus nine and a half on Kentucky down nine at the first TV timeout. Just throwing out those numbers. We'll talk more numbers. How about the NL East as we get ready for some baseball here? Here on Beeson Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Jonathan Von Tobel on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't done so already, what are you waiting for? Check it out, Holden Kushner. It's brand spanking new. VSIN.com. 
fresh look, enhanced navigation, mobile-first focus, improved functionality, expanded educational content. So check it out today if you haven't done so. Articles every single day to get you ready for your betting day. Holden, how long is something new? Like, if you get a new car, how long does it stay new to where it's no longer new? Like, does our website, can you say it's new for a year? Six months? Three? Like, what's the, what's when you go, now, not new anymore? When I try and answer questions, I go back to curb your enthusiasm. What would Larry David say? Because Larry has a big thing on New Year's. You get two weeks for New Year's, right? That's right. I would extrapolate that with a website. Now, I don't want to get myself in trouble. I don't know how long the the new design's been there. I do like the new design. Yeah, it's nice. I'd give it, I'd say three and a half months would be the total. Over, under. I think that's Heavily juiced to the over. Yeah, I'm going over three and a half months. But I'm with you. I think it's a fair number. Because a website's different. It could take years in the making to get this new look, right? And that's what we have now at VEASAN.com. So Holden, I'm going to put the number at three and a half. We're going to play the over for new. Um, Might not be new in the NL East this year as we get closer and closer to baseball. Because what's old is probably new again. That would be the Atlanta Braves. Boring! Uh, Right? Here come the Braves. And, you know, we were talking about it in the break. Who do we start with in this conversation in the NL East? I think we have to talk about the best team in the division, and that has been now the reigning defending NL East champion, Atlanta Braves. A couple years running now. But it doesn't necessarily translate to, 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 obviously, deeper success than they want because the Phillies keep getting a wild card and keep knocking them out. Metropolitans are third in the betting order. The Marlins there, the fighting fish down in Miami could be interesting. And then our, our former city there in D.C., ugh, mm-hmm. fell on black days by Soundgarden, 66 and a half. <laughs> Right there. So let's start at the top. 101 and a half wins for the Braves. But Holden, how do you play the under? Refuse to bet this either way, my friend. I refuse to bet it. Now, we have seen uh, in the past when you have teams with 100 win totals, very few times have they covered. And really, I, I think only in the last, maybe going back to that 99 win team with the, what was it, 1999 with the Yankees. They had a team total of over 100. They ended up winning 99 that year. Mm. So I think the last team or the only team in the last 25 years to do that was that Dodgers team a couple years ago. Um, when they just had a remarkable regular season and they, they flopped in the playoffs. As far as the Braves goes, they should win 100 games. They should win 100 games. But I think out of principle, just because I know uh, being in baseball for a long time, looking at baseball, so many bad things can happen. This team, even if they stay marginally healthy, should flirt with 100 wins. If I If you said, hey, you have to bet this, which way are you betting? I'd bet the over there, but just out of principle, I'm not betting a triple-digit win total. It's not happening, Dave. And again, I I think that's the lesson there, that, you know, again, we can't predict injuries, but more things have to go right to hit a lot of these big win totals over, whereas nothing bad happens, right, from the injury standpoint. Because the talent clearly is there, to your point, where you could have things like injuries – that could it's hard to find a bulletproof team. Maybe the Braves are one, maybe the Dodgers are another yeah. to have some of those injuries and still hit your rovers. But you well, got to have more things go juice? right. What's the juice? What is the juice? That's what is it? Minus 10, minus 15. Yeah, you I could bl- bet them to win the World Series at 
Even money to the over? Okay, is, is, is what Britain, our producer, is yep. telling us. You want to bet the World Series? Bet them at 5-1. to one. Bet them to win the National League. Uh, you bet them to win the National League. I just think there's better ways to attack the Braves than betting their win total. Agreed with that. Minus 240, by the way, to win the division. Again, even though they seem to, to own the East these days. The Phillies have been that team that's been kind of the thorn in their side in the second season. Phillies win total six at uh, 90 and a half. To win the division, plus 310. Boy, the pitching feels like it's there. Got to figure out about the health of the lineup here, obviously, with the Phillies and Bryce Harper. But what do you make of the fighting Phils this year? Because I got to be honest, they've they've been pesky the last couple of years. Obviously not really challenging or anybody who's been challenging the Braves to win the division. But boy, they feel like that team that once they get into the second season, that's the team you don't want to face. Yeah, they didn't do too much in the free agent market. I think losing Craig Kimbrell stinks, but ultimately they'll be able to overcome that. Bullpens on a year-to-year basis really do fluctuate. Um, I, I like that they brought Nola back. This is just a team that seems to me that is always going to be poised to win in the upper 80s, you know, somewhere between 87 and maybe 92 games. They do have a tough matchup with the Braves, but let's not forget they've bounced the Braves in the playoffs for the last two years. Mm-hmm. I like these Phillies. I like this team. I think now that you'll have a healthy Bryce Harper uh, to go along with Trey Turner and a bunch of power in that lineup, the rotation is pretty solid with Nola Wheeler, Ranger Suarez, who kind of showed out in the playoffs last year. Uh, This is a really good team. I got him pegged for 89 wins, so it seems like it's right around where it needs to be. 90-win team a year ago. The health of Bryce Harper obviously is paramount for that team, for that offense. At least Trey Turner, boy, really struggled in the city of Brotherly Shove, but then kind of, I don't know if he won him over uh, in the second season. At, but it feels like that should be a better year for Trey Turner overall. We know his talent level even back in the D.C. days. The Metropolitans are the third betting favorite here, if you want to call them that, at 11-1 to 1 to win the division. Shows you what a long shot that is. Their win total here, DraftKings, is 81.5. You can shop around. Those numbers have fluctuated with the Kodai Senga news. Uh, that looks like he's going to start off the season on the IL, so we don't know uh, what his situation is going to be. They only won 75 games a year ago, a season that started off with so much promise. Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, those guys are gone. We know that. If I wanted to play the over, just as a fan here, how do they get to 82 wins and, and uh, at least be on the right side of 500? Wow. Like, I don't get paid enough to make this decision, Dave Ross. (laughs) What are you, in all seriousness, what has to happen? Guys like Sean Manaya, Luis Severino has to bounce back. This rotation, uh, Jose Quintana, these guys have to go back in the time machine a few years and really step up and and turn into a a massive uh, starting rotation turnaround. Again, look at the guys I just read to you. And Senga's not coming back. So, uh, last year, they had a 92-win total. They ended up under 500. Uh, I like what Circa's doing, putting it at 79 and a half wins because basically it, you're getting a bad number if you're betting the under, and they're just teasing you to take the over. And I don't bet. I don't blame them for doing that. I'm not betting the over. You said you like some of the bats in this lineup. Okay, I get it. Uh, there's only so many innings that a bullpen can pitch, though, and I didn't like them with Kodai Senga. Even ownership has come out and said, listen, we're going to be a couple of years. It's going to stink for a couple of years. I think it's going to be really bad this year. I would bet the under, uh, I'm seeing 81 and a half. We're still at 82 and a half. I can find an 82 and a half just for you, Dave Ross. I'm going to bet the under 82 and a half. No, there's just no pitching at all. No this rotation's a joke. 
it is a joke. And you got a lot of soft tossers in there, like the shamanized yeah. of the world. You're going to have to figure out how you're going get, to get guys to swing and miss a little bit. The only theory that I have, and, and by the way, I felt like Circa right behind me did that just for me. Like yeah. they know that I want, and I have not hit yes on the over 79 and a half. Like if I can get a, a 78 out there, I, 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 at that point, I'm double dog dared to do it. My only hope would be that if this team can tread water in the first two months of the season, April and May, that mm-hmm. Uncle Stevie, that no Uncle Stevie says, you know, we're, we're not going to do it this year, right? We're not going to buy in. We just dumped all that salary, right? We got rid of DeGrom. We got rid of Schurz. We're not – that he, he can't do that. that he's, like, he's like us. He can't stay away. And then he goes, hey, you know what? If we add before the trade deadline, Holden Kushner, we might be yeah. a playoff team. And then if we're a playoff team – We've seen all these wild cards. We saw Arizona get to the World Series. Like then, the impossible becomes possible. If they believe, you got to believe. Didn't Tuck McGraw say that about the Mets back in '69? Dave, like, stop it! Stop that if, it! That if they think that they could be a playoff team, then Uncle Steve opens up the wallet. It's fun to spend other people's money. It goes out and gets big trade deadline acquisitions, Holden, and all of a sudden New York is back and it's 1986 all over again. Sounds like a Met fan. It really does. <laughs> and uh, that tune will change about a week into the regular season. Yeah, I'll be like, just sell everybody. Just stink just for two ready. more years. and everybody's Pete Alonzo. Yeah, bye-bye, Pete. We don't know what's going to happen with Pete. He could be the last year for Pete in Met pinstripes. Uh, by the way, the fighting fish, though, seriously, 78 and a half. That's a team with pitching that I kind of look at and go, could they be the surprise team that we're not really talking about? Well, Alcantara is out for the season with yep. Tommy John, one of the best pitchers in the game. So they do have some good young pitchers yep. still. Lizardo, Garrett, uh, Cabrera, Yuri Perez. They brought these guys up. Jazz Chisholm, Luis Arise, their offense. But I see six spots in their lineup where they're just really, really struggling. So uh, maybe overachieved a little bit last year. Wish they would have figured out a way to get Solaire back, but they don't have him. I think offense keeps them away, and they're the third team in the NL East. If you put the Mets offense with the young pitching of the Marlins, yes. then you got a team that would actually mm-hmm. do it. And by the way, we didn't even mention the Nats, and that was by design. Yeah. Sorry, DC. When we come back, let's talk more about the NFL draft coming up in April and some money moves potentially associated with. That's next when you come back with us right here in VEASAN Primetime. is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Jonathan Von Tobel on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription today. Get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical price of $240 by using the promo code PRIME. Get VSIN Pro access to everything we do for an entire year, which includes. Our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has current hot hand. Betting splits showing you where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access. Plus, our upcoming March Madness betting guide with best bets for every game and every round of March Madness. So remember, use promo code PRIME. Get your first year of VEASAN Pro access for just $199. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Holden Kushner, Dave Ross here with you in Las Vegas. Holden and I, of course, both worked 
in Washington, D.C. for a number of years, covering the then-Washington Redskins. Then they became the football team. Now they are the Commanders. Just keep changing the name. Just keep switching it. Like, to me, it's more fun that way. It's like a rotating basis. You can get all yeah. new merch every year, right? But back in our day, Holden, if you remember, as we get ready for the Dog and Pony uh, Show going on in Indianapolis, the NFL Combine, where they pick and prod. It's like Best in Show. Kids, if you've never seen Best in Show, it's one of the funniest comedies out there. That's the way I look at the Combine. It's Best in Show. How do you look in, in shorts and, and cleats, right? No, no pads, right? You're throwing against air. And we know that speed is normally the number one criteria that it feels like, like, God rest his soul, Val Davis was still with us. That's what he's looking for. That's why he drafted Darius Hayward Bay back in our day from uh, Maryland, because he can run fast. You and I might recall that Daryl Green, they didn't do this then, Britton Hess, our producer, explaining, like, Daryl Green's the fastest human I've ever seen in cleats and pads, right? And there was a wide receiver back in the day in D.C. named Albert Connell. Albert Connell could run. And he said, I can beat that old man. They went to the side field with all of us around, all of us, you know, muck reporters. And Daryl Green smoked that kid. Old man could still run even when he was 40. And so speed always seems to be the last, you know, if you still have speed, you've got a shot in the NFL draft. Will a player break the 40-yard dash record, which was set by no relation? John Ross, the receiver out of Washington, was a high pick by the Bengals. He ran at Holden Kushner in 4.22 seconds. Anybody Mm. breaking that record this year? So you asked me to, you told me you were going to do this. So I decided to look up the fastest, uh, fastest players in the college ranks last year. A guy by the name of Xavier Leggett from South Carolina popped up. He, he topped 22 miles per hour. The problem is they don't have a 40 yard dash mm. on this guy. So listen, one guy's hit four, two, two. I don't think anyone's breaking that record that to, I still don't believe a, a human ran that fast. Four two two, and he's not in the Olympics. That's that that blows my no. There's no way anybody's running faster than that. You can get plus four twenty five if you think we'll get or somebody else can get it. The no, by the way, twenty five minus six fifty. It is fascinating when you go back and you can understand why the combine is important, right? Because you even go back to like say Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, the running back, of course, two thousand yards back in the day. He ran a four two four. In 2008, 424, and the record's 422. So it's it's different levels of speed that we're talking about with some of these guys. And that's why they get high grades on them. It, it, yes, you want to see the body work, what they look like in, in an actual uniform. Can they run that fast with a football in their hands, not just running it in track speed? But these are why some of these numbers do matter. Now, Found the, one. Found one. What do you got? DJ Turner out of Michigan, 42640. Let's see, 426-as Awesome as that is, that's not only going to get you. Yeah, you're not even going to beat CJ, and even uh, we've got other guys. Uh, Kalen Barnes looks like he ran it four two three. And what he he, wow. he went to the to the Bengals too. Now that's just not happening, Ross. To stick a fork in it, your boy John Ross, fastest ever. We're not seeing it anytime. Let's soon. keep it in the Ross family for number one all time four two two. Uh, fastest forty yard dash time. If you think it's going to be slower. Then 4.265, 4.265. My goodness, Holden. We're getting down to degrees. Uh, we got a minus dollar 15 either way. If you're going to go slower 
or faster than that 40-yard dash time. By the way, what do you want to see? Like, is the dash time something that, to you, is more important than, I don't know, than what you see on tape? No. I think it just tells you that there's raw speed, and they have great – Yet, first of all, you got to have great form. Yep. Second of all, you got to have – Great quick twitch muscles, a lot of strength in your lower body. And third of all, it's just something sexy to look at because running in pads is completely different. Any football player you talk to says running in pads. I think they should have these guys running pads personally, but (laughs) they don't care. But it does give you like a nice general. Here, we can do a baseball analogy here. If a guy has an ERA of 2.95, well, you know, guys like our buddy Adam Burke, they'd be like, yeah, but what's his uh, whip, FIP, XFIP, this stuff, right? Right. But you can tell from an ERA the guy's going to be fast. I think from a 40, you see a 40, you say, okay, this guy's going to be fast. That's all we're saying. What what did we run in high school when we did these physical fitness tests? 4-6. Well, like, you did a 4-6? And nobody believes me, and I don't understand why. You, you ran a four six. I don't understand why nobody believes me. I'll the say great, for the last the, time, the, you ran a four six. The great white hope. <laughs> you should have been on the Olympic team. I should four six didn't get you anywhere, pal. <laughs> like to me though, I look at this I like the, a four eight. Did you run the, the like the, the the shuttle run right where they put the they put the erasers down and you go grab the eraser and you run back and forth right? Like, we all did that. Yeah, we did. I, I, I remember doing that. I remember when Albert Hainsworth wasn't going to do his stuff, and I had to go do the shuttle test and that whole shtick. I got that in trouble no for that. Fun. I got I got in trouble because Why? me and my camera crew, for when I worked at Fox back in the day, you know how this yeah. worked. And I was doing a live shot in the morning, and I had the camera turn to Hainsworth where he was attempting to pass the fitness test. If people don't remember, that was a huge story in D.C. And then they came up, the Gestapo, and so, yeah, we need that. We need that. I'm like, by the way, we already fed it back to the station. Like, you can have the raw tape. That's already back in house, baby. We already got that. I'm, I'm airing it. I mean, I, Fat Albert could not get it done. It was a big deal in D.C. So that's why some of this stuff does matter. But I get back to the shuttle run, 20-yard shuttle run. The record is held by some guy named Brandon Cooks. Ran it in 3.81 seconds in 2014 when he was coming out of Beaver Country in Oregon State. Like, to me, that's a that's an applicable... Yes, of course, straight line running is applicable as well. But you're cutting in and out. You're putting him in the slot. Like, that tells me, give me the slot guy that's good at the shuttle run. Can we make those extrapolations? No. But for some reason, the people in the NFL think that these things matter. So if they think it matters, it must matter on, <laughs> on some plane, but it, let's just go to the mental then that the, all the testing. Yeah. Like CJ Stroud, the test said he was an idiot. The, the kid's brilliant. You know, I, I think more than anything else at the combine, and I don't know if you've been there, but I've talked to coaches that are there when, when I was up there and more than anything else, the most important thing is meeting with the kid. Yes. Like that's what they, they're really there for. They want to meet with this kid. They want to get a sense of what he is. I mean, if a guy has a slow 40 time, maybe the coaches will go down there and ask him what happened, what was going on that day. I think the combine can hurt you if you run slow. I think the combine can help you a little bit if you run fast. And then there's the big fat guys. We all love watching big fat guys try and run fast. It's always entertaining so, to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's entertaining. I, I, again, I'll say this. I think it matters to a lot of teams, but I think more than anything else, these coaches really are 
more impressed by what a kid says, his presence, than what we often see out there, sprinting shuttles, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we had the the, the new guy calling the shots in D.C. He was out there mm-hmm. for the dog and pony show at Indianapolis and basically was talking about Brock Purdy. And he said, alluding to the commanders who are drafting third in the April draft, I got to go find another one. Which, if you're a Sam Howbacker, you go, oh, that doesn't sound good for me. The commanders are the odds-on favorites to draft Jaden Daniels. Now, again, they're sitting in the three spot here. Doesn't mean it has to be at three. It just means that the commanders right now, plus fifty, are actually tied with the Patriots. The commanders are at two. The Patriots at three, rather, to draft Jaden Daniels. So it feels like we're getting in that, that position here, plus fifty. Does he go two to D.C. or go three to New England? It's hard for us to judge, but you're right. That interview for Jaden Daniels for D.C. and for New England is going to be big. But it feels like somebody's going to Drake May, and I don't know if that's at two or three. If you had to venture a guess at plus fifty, which way would you go? Jaden Daniels goes two to D.C. or three to New England? Oh, I mean, to me... I test. I think Drake May is the guy in, mm. in this draft. I absolutely love this kid. And again, that's an eye test from a guy sitting on his butt watching <laughs> games on television. Okay. Um, but in this, in this day and age with Washington, I just see them going after Daniels. Maybe May is the fit in new England with the Patriots. But if you're looking and may can run, but Daniels gives you a, this gives you a fuller skill set, I would think. And well, I'm a may guy. If I have to predict, I think Daniels goes too. Robert Griffin III worked out for a year in D.C. We'll find out about this one. Come on back. Let's talk some MMA with Dan Breland next here in Prime Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare tired of restless nights meet lisa the sleep experts (sighs) here at lisa we know that good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Jonathan Von Tobel on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet up to 1000 in bonus bets if your first bet happens to lose. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up today. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown can be all yours. Back alongside Holden Kushner, Dave Ross here. One of my, I, you know, Holden, we don't try to play favorites with guests, but no. one of my absolute favorite guests would be the one and only Dan Vreeland. You can follow Dan on X as I do at Gumby Vreeland, SGP MMA betting podcast, Top Turtle MMA podcast, K-Side Press, hardest working man in MMA. Dan Vreeland, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. And Holden and I are going to grill you about this small UFC card coming up here uh, at UFC Apex. But before we do that, we saw what happened with Raul Rosas Jr. Uh, last week at UFC Mexico, getting ready to fight Ronnie Tercios. And then, like, I, I've never seen this. Two things happened that I'd never seen before. Literally, as we're getting ready for basically five minutes before the fight, that fight is canceled. And then we saw Brian Ortega in the warm-ups of the co-main event getting hyped up with Bruce Buffer as he's jumping up and down, turns his ankle. I, dang, we, I thought they might stop the fight in the ring before it actually begins. We don't know if, if we're going to get the Tercios Raul Rosas Jr. fight to happen this week. Time's starting to run out. But I'm kind of with Tercios here. He says, why should I just agree to fight you when you backed out of the fight before we're getting to walk to the octagon. What'd you make of all that? Yeah, I, I am with Tercios on that one, especially because that matchup for me, I, I was on Tercios. I, I thought the fact that it was going to be at elevation was a huge advantage for him because we've seen Raul Rosas Jr., despite being from Mexico, doesn't always train there, but, but despite being from Mexico, he's the one with the problematic cardio in that fight. Ricky Tercios has never tired out in a single fight before in his life. So now you're going to put him in the apex. And really, you know, for, for my money, I'm guessing he was having trouble recovering from his weight cut because he was at elevation. You know, like he, he feels like he's not getting enough oxygen and stuff like that, that he reported feeling dizzy and his dad wouldn't let him fight feeling dizzy. You know, I, I'm glad he's not fighting compromised. But at the same time, yeah, I'm with Tercios on that. And as far as the Ortega thing goes, man, I, I, you know. Uh, again, T Ortega was one of the underdogs I was on last week, so I'm glad he fought and I'm glad it worked out. But my goodness, was it scary in the moment because he rolled his ankle and I like turned to my wife and I was like, there's no way he just broke his ankle before the <laughs> fight started. <laughs> so here we go. We got a uh, fight at the apex. And, and I was asked to Dale, like, Dave, talk to me here. What's going on? And I want to ask you now, how do you cap fights at different venues? Do, because somebody that's a novice at betting MMA, it seems as though this is a big thing. Yeah, I, I would say the biggest thing for me is the cage size. So, uh, you know, the the fact that it's in the apex, you know, some fighters do get jacked up for big crowds, but most of them say that they do. You know, and every fighter I've interviewed, they're like, yeah, I fight better in front of a big crowd. So I think it's hard to handicap which kind of guys look better in front of big crowds versus in, you know, pretty much a warehouse. If we're going to be honest about what the <laughs> apex is, it's a warehouse. And But the big thing is, is that the apex always uses the small cage and some of the more local shows and the smaller local shows still use the small cage too. It's a 25 foot cage instead of a 30 foot cage. And while that doesn't sound like a lot, you do see a ton more people who want to get the wrestling going, want to get the clinch going, wind up getting the wrestling in the clinch going. So if you you're looking for a fight 
where you're maybe leaning towards a wrestler or you're maybe leaning towards a guy who likes it up against the cage and who likes to mix it up in the grappling, it's a lot easier to lean to them in these kinds of fights at the Apex in in, in the small cage. And that leads us to the main event for this uh, Apex card here for UFC Fight Night with uh, Jairzinho Rosenstrike against Shamil Gaziev because we got a relative newcomer making his second UFC fight in Gaziev against a guy that, Dan, we know well in Biggie Boy and Rosenstrike as a small dog at plus $1.36. I'm, I'm really leaning heavily, heavily towards Biggie Boy, but... Here's that small octagon, as Holden just mentioned here. If Gazeev shows fight IQ, you would think he'd want to grapple and take Biggie Boy down to the ground where he really struggles off his back. But he's got eight KO victories in associations before the UFC. Will we get a striker's paradise in close proximity? Or does Gazeev show smart IQ and try to get the fight down to the ground? Yeah, I knew this 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 fight was going to come up right after we were talking about the small octagon, and now I'm going to buck the trend that I just told you is something <laughs> that you can trust, uh, because I also am on Biggie Boy here. I, I think I, I think we're wildly overrating a newcomer with you know no offense, a Russian sounding last name is usually enough to get people to back him. Uh, that that's pretty much what happens in MMA. You get a little <laughs> bit extra bump on your odds the minute you end your your last name ends in O V E V or A V. So the the fact of the matter is here though is Gaziev is good at wrestling. You're right about that. When he gets in on your legs, he's good there. But I don't necessarily trust his A, intention, his ability to get to that wrestling early and often, and B, the fact of the matter is, is he's got to do it enough to keep away from those big punches from Biggie Boy. Because as we saw in the Overeem fight, Biggie Boy has power for 25 minutes. He can knock you out in the 25th minute of a five-round fight with absolutely no problem. And if you go back and you watch his fight with Curtis Blade, I think we really underestimate how good his takedown defense is because when he's underneath Curtis Blades in that fight, he definitely, definitely, definitely has trouble getting up. No shame in that. Curtis Blades is a phenomenal wrestler, but he Blades struggled to get him down in the second round. There's a moment in that second round. If you go back and you watch that fight, Biggie Boy hits him with a couple of mean hooks. Curtis Blades almost panic wrestles and he stuffs him and forces him to stand back up. And in that moment, I was like, if he can do that to Curtis Blades. Despite the fact he's got all these losses on his recent record, I'm positive he can do that against Shamil Gaziev. Totally. So, yep. Yeah, go for it, Dave. Go for it, Dave. Uh, no, yeah. hold on. exactly right. That's exactly the way I read that main event as well. In this one, I see it exactly the same way. I want to skip down one fight to Muhammad Makayev against Alex Perez. And Perez felt like a guy that was going to be kind of the next and hasn't really worked out. I believe Makayev was out there on the Twitter machine saying about UFC Mexico, not impressed. Like He wasn't really impressed by what he saw uh, over the weekend here. He's laying a big number against uh, Perez here. Do we expect Makayev to just roll in this one? Why he's a three, uh, 360 betting favorite here? I mean, I kind of do, but also I- I'm not necessarily sure that I'm like excited to lay that negative 360 on him. Because like, here- here's the fact of the matter is, is if you give me Perez, Back when he was about to fight Davis and Figueredo for the belt, mm-hmm. you know, that's a dangerous dude, right? Like, that was a guy who was out wrestling people, out positioning people. He was beating really good people. He's on a two fight losing streak and hasn't won in four years. Those two fights are to Davis and Figueredo and Alexandre Pantoja, the last champ and the third to last champ. So, like, do we really have any idea what he is other than a walking medical problem? Because that's pretty <laughs> much what he's been over the last four years. So I'm not rushing to go grab an Alex Perez ticket, but I'm also not putting Mohamed Mokayev in every single parlay because if he does fight 
for some reason, the prime Alex Perez shows back up in the octagon this weekend. I would not bet Mohamed Mokayev at negative 360. He had trouble with the grappling of Tim Elliott. In fact, if he didn't get the submission in that fight with Tim Elliott, he would have lost that fight. The, the judges' scorecards were leaning to Tim Elliott in that fight. And I think Alex Perez in his prime was a better grappler than Tim Elliott. It's just like, can you trust that any version of Alex Perez shoves up? Petrino, Pedro, Petrino's a heavy minus 270 favorite. Can you cap this one for us? Yeah, I, I, this one, I think the line is where it's supposed to be. Uh, I love Vidor Petrino. I was a huge naysayer in him coming off of the contender series. I thought him beating Adolfo Balotello was not all that impressive because he beat him on the regional scene and then they gave him on contender series. What are you doing? But after that, he's really shown me, you know, the Modestus Bukowskis fight, incredible striking. The guy's got crazy power. He's got submission skills. He seems like the real deal at 205. Tyson Pedro, another guy who struggled to stay healthy and has kind of had an up and down career. You know, he looks really good in one fight and then he looks really hittable in the next one. If you're hittable in this fight, you're going to get beat by Vitor Petrino. I've seen some of the early lines come out on the Vitor Petrino knockout. And, and let me tell you, the numbers have looked really good. I couldn't believe where I saw where they were. I was seeing like plus 170s, plus mm -hmm. 180s out there. And not that I don't think Vitor Petrino could submit Tyson Pedro. Definitely could happen. But if I'm trying to get a little bit of extra value on that Petrino, maybe I'm trying to cover, you know, the the fact that it is a, you know, a negative 305 favorite out the gate here. That might be the best way to make it happen. Dan, I only got about a minute to go. Uh, Matt Danger Schnell. I saw he went Matt Christopher Schnell. Is he no longer <laughs> danger against Steve Ursic here? Is he a live dog or do you think Steve rolls here? You know, th this is one of those fights again where, you know, there, there's a bunch of these on the main card where I'm like, I kind of just stay away from this number because Matt Schnell is a game opponent. Yes. I think Ursig has got the forward pressure that is going to bother Matt Schnell and is going to make it so that Matt Schnell can't really get his boxing going. Uh, Ursig fights a lot longer than Matt Schnell. Matt Schnell tends to keep it short with his hooks and keep it on the inside. I don't think he's going to be able to do that with Ursig. Ursig also scrambles well. So I'm leaning towards Ursig here, but again, at negative 310 for a guy who's only had a couple of fights in the octagon versus a guy who is a you know a veteran at this point, it's really hard to pull the trigger on that number. Just feels too high. I'm a big fan of Ursig's as well, but it does feel too high over $3 betting favorite here for Steve against Danger. I'm still going to call him Danger Schnell. Uh, <laughs> Dan, appreciate you as always, man. Always great to catch up and talk UFC. There he is, everybody. Dan Vreeland. Give him a follow on X at Gumby Vreeland. Much more to get to when we come back here. Let's talk a little bit, uh, some college football with Mike Sanford Jr., who knows Colorado better than most. We'll discuss next here on Visa Primetime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.